0: Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Episode 18, Self-Care Like You've Never Heard It Before. I am thrilled to bring you today's episode because if I do say so myself, this is some of the best content I have ever produced. I'm calling this the self-care epidemic. I feel like we live in a world where we preach self-care over and over and over and over again to where it's just become like this kind of ambiguous term that just kind of means like, go take a bubble bath, go get your hair done, and that's, we're good. We're, that's self-care. So I just thought, man, if self-care really is important, I need to figure out why. And what exactly is self-care? Like, like is it important? What is it? How does it actually work in a healthy way? right? Because I don't really, uh, first of all, I hate taking baths. I feel out of control because my body's just like floating there. We have a huge bathtub and anyway, you don't need to know the ins and outs, but I don't, I don't like being wet in the bathtub because when I want to relax, like I like to read a book and eat a snack and not be naked. Is that weird? Anyway, baths are not my thing. So I just kind of thought, oh, self-care is not really my thing. I don't get my nails done. I don't take baths. I take showers. But, you know, anyway. So self-care to me was like, blah. Just kind of makes me like want to blah, you know. I've just been so tired of seeing self-care preached all over the place. Because it's only valid self-care... To the world, if you're posting a picture of it, and if it's got some candles, and you're in the bath, and you got some chocolate, and hashtag self care, it seems like it's only valid if it's posted on social media, and if everybody else can see that you're taking care of yourself. And I think it's just gotten out of hand. I don't, I don't think that that's really what self care is. Our our society's ideas of self care is like getting away from your kids or going to lunch by yourself or getting a facial, or getting your nails done. It's all the outward things that are taking care of your body. Like less noise, less distraction, more relaxation. But what really is self-care? And is it necessary? Is it actually caring for yourself? We're going to break this down. We're going to actually define self-care by looking it up in the dictionary. This is why we have dictionaries, you guys. Don't, don't roll your eyes when somebody says, the dictionary defines self-care as, or whatever as, because dictionaries are here to remind us of what our language really means. Like when we say self-care, what do we really mean? What does self mean? What does care mean? So for this episode... I have opened up my 1828 dictionary because I find it to be the most accurate dictionary to the word care. The word care, listen to these words, can also mean to regard, attention, or heed, to give regard, to give attention, to give heed, to be concerned with, to have anxiety for, to be given charge or oversight implying concern for safety and prosperity. This is very interesting when we look at self-care through this lens. I'm going to take each word and we're going to break it down. We're going to see what this really means. If we replace self-care with the first word in the definition, which is regard. If it was actually self-regard, because they're synonyms, so it really is. If, if self-care was self-regard, what would it look like? I think it would look like seeing yourself as equal, as important. That's what it means to regard somebody. It's the, the attitude that you have towards somebody else or towards a thing. In this case, it's you. So self-regard is seeing yourself as equal, something that's important, as requiring attention, And holding a place of priority in your life. Do you hold a place of priority in your own life? If you regard yourself as important, you treat yourself as an important part of your life. Now you might be the only one. What if we took responsibility for our self-care and made sure that our needs were met without laying that upon anyone else, also without burning ourselves out or making it the least important thing that we do? What if it was just as important to take care of ourselves as we did other people? What if we regarded ourselves as equal with others, with our children, with our family, with our friends, with the responsibilities that we've committed to? What if it really was just as important? What if instead we put ourselves in the best position to love and to serve and to just be as humans, a human being by taking care of what needs to be taken care of, by giving yourself what you need, which does include food and love and rest and energy and inspiration, maybe some confidence, some self-love. Think about what you really need. Okay, we're going to get more into that. The next word, attention. If self-care was self-attention. I think that this would mean that we don't ignore ourselves when a need arises. We, we give attention to things that come up. So when we're hungry, there's no drama. We're just like, oh, I'm going to eat. There's no, you need to wait till later because you don't have time right now. You give attention to what's going on. We make time to eat. It might be difficult if we've got a little baby or we've got kids or we've just got meetings going on. That's not a problem. We can handle that. We don't, we don't resent the baby and we don't resent ourselves. We don't res- resent our responsibilities. We just need to make sure that we're giving attention to our needs. We both need to be fed. Kids need to be fed. I need to be fed. That's not a problem and there's no cause for drama. Nobody is more important than the other one. We're both equally important. So giving attention to something means we listen. We look at this thing, which is us, without judgment and without being distracted. Attention means our energy and our love is directed towards ourselves. And it shows us that we're important to us. You paying attention to your hunger cues or your thirst cues or your tired cues that your body is giving you and not ignoring that, it shows you that you're important to you. We cannot expect other people to treat us as if we're not willing to treat ourselves as if we're important because we are. Attention. Let's think about it even deeper. Giving attention to something or someone. What if we actually sat down and asked ourselves, what do you need? What can I get you? What can I do for you? What do you need to hear from me? What do you need to do to feel alive? What is your soul longing for? Can you even imagine if you asked yourself those questions? What if you said to yourself, you're important. I will take care of you. What if self-care was as basic as paying attention to ourselves and saying, I'm here. I'm here to listen. What do you need? Sometimes just asking somebody, what do you need? Is all they need. Maybe it's all you need. Because it would show you, it would prove to you that you're important, that you're worth stopping, taking a moment And taking the time to listen to yourself. Because you are important. I don't know how we decided that we're not important. I don't know how we decided that our needs could somehow come last or not happen at all. Or could not be met at all. I don't know who said that as soon as you've birthed children, your needs become irrelevant. You are not less important just because you're grown up. So interesting that we think that though. That our brains tell us. This, oh, it's just not as important. What if you are just as important? Only now that you're on your own, grown up, it's not somebody else's responsibility to take care of you. What if it's now your responsibility to take care of you? And that's not selfish or weird or out of the question. What if it's just normal? All right. It's so good. The word is heed. Heed. I know we don't use this word very often, but when you heed something, it's beyond paying attention. It's about listening and actually doing the thing. Heeding means I don't just hear you. I'm, I'm taking a step right now to do the thing. This looks like taking the t- taking the time to ask yourself, What would you like to say? And then when you say something, when your soul says something, you listen. When your soul says, I'm hungry, you say, I'm so sorry, I haven't been feeding you. What would work best for you? What can I do to feed you? When your soul says, I'm tired, instead of saying, oh, just a couple more hours, I need to finish this laundry. You say, I totally get that. Why don't we try to go to bed early so that you can have what you need? What if you talk to yourself like this? Like, it gives me chills just thinking of talking to myself like this. What if your soul said, I need friends? Would you say, sorry, it's, it's just not important because your kids need to go to soccer practice and they need you to run all these errands for them. Or your husband asked if you would do this. Or remember when somebody on the board asked you if you would blah, blah, blah. So sorry. It's just not, it's not in the cards for you. What if, what if instead you heed yourself? What if self-care is self-heed? You listen. So when you say, I need friends, you listen. You say, okay, what can we do? to bring some friends into your life, to make sure that you spend some time with them. I think heeding also means that you're trusting yourself. It means you don't think of your opinion as less important or or bearing less weight. It means that you trust yourself, that your instincts are right, and that you don't question it. You just do it. Okay, a note about logistics. Yes, if you're a mom or if you're just a busy human, there's going to be obstacles. All of our time is already filled up. We've, we've got 24 hours and it's filled. But if we had 36 hours every day, it would also be filled. Time comes to those who make it, okay? You can spend an hour with yourself every day. You can spend an hour taking care of yourself. You absolutely can. And if you can't, start with 10 minutes and then move on to 11 and 12. You can figure this out. Some of the other things might need to be pulled out of your life, like the hours you spend on social media. And this is not a judgment. This is, I know because I'm a human who likes to relax by scrolling through social media and it's not helping me. Like I've just barely started saying, I don't even want to be on here. And then actually closing it instead of continuing to scroll. Okay? So I know you're busy. I know that all of your time is already filled up, but you can make time. There is plenty of time for you to heed your own inner wisdom, who you really are and what you really need. What if you actually know what's best? What would happen if you trusted yourself? What would happen if you believed yourself when, when yourself said, I just have a gut feeling that this is what I need? or what I'm meant to do, or maybe that this is the gift I have to share. You would be spending a lot more time in productive and creative happiness and a lot less time getting your nails done and escaping reality. Self-care is not about hiding from our feelings and responsibilities. In fact, I think it's the opposite. I think it's really looking at it and deciding what is necessary, what's important, what's true. I think it's about taking ownership for our lives. So spend some time Heeding yourself. Spend some time listening to your body and your soul, your spirit, your heart, your wants, your dreams. What in your head is going unheeded right now? What is important that you have been putting off or ignoring? Maybe you've been ignoring it so long that you're like, I have no idea. It's been a long time since I ever thought about what I wanted but trust me, it's in there. You just have to start asking the questions. And instead of allowing yourself to say, I don't know, say, what if I did know? What would it be? Just give me some ideas. It doesn't have to be the perfect idea at first. All right. The next word, concern. Self-care is now self-concern. We want everybody else to be so concerned about how we're doing. We want them to check in on us. We want them to take care of us. We want them to ask about us. And if they're not, we give ourselves permission to think that we must not be important or that our needs are not a priority because they're not, they don't seem like a priority to somebody else. Let me tell you something. It is not anybody else's job to take care of you did you hear me? It is not their job. If you want somebody to be concerned about you, please be concerned about yourself. Nobody knows you like you know you. You have the power to take care of yourself. Stop giving that responsibility away and take back control. You will feel free and alive and capable and confident and you will feel loved Not when you force others to love you in a certain way, but when you just love yourself. When you allow yourself to be who you are and you just decide, I just love myself. Regardless of what I do, how I act, what other people think of me, I just love myself. You will feel free and alive and capable and confident once you decide it's your job to care for and be concerned for yourself. Self-care is self-assigned concern for the safety and prosperity of you. Self-care is not about making yourself look good. It's not about escaping from your emotions. It's not hiding from all the responsibilities that are waiting outside the bathroom door when you get out of the bath or inside the house when you get home or in your inbox when you shut down your phone. It's not about avoiding those things. Listen, you can go to the car wash every week and get the leather detailed on the inside of your car, but if you don't change the oil and replace the worn out belts and just do basic maintenance and listen when your car says it's low on gas, your car is worthless. You cannot drive a pretty car. You can only drive a car that has what it needs on the inside where nobody can see it. Nobody can see the inside of your car, but it's the most important part. It is the exact same thing with you. You have a job to do and you can't do that job when the inside of you is not being taken care of. You're not here to look pretty. Let me say this again. Your main job as a woman is not to stand there and look pretty. Your value is not determined by the shape of your nose or the calluses on your feet. You are not skin and bones and makeup and fat and cellulite. This is not you. Just like a car is not the color of its paint, it's the motor. It's what's on the inside. You know that that's true. You know that that's what makes a car a car. And what makes you you is your gifts and your talents and your fears and your wants and your desires and your personality. That motor in the car has the power to move you from one place to another. And the way that it does that is by taking care of what's important about the car. What's important about you, what we give you, what gives you value is just you, the real you, the one on the inside that isn't so easy to give a facelift. You are made up of All the beliefs that you have about yourself and all the thoughts that you think every day. You're also made up of the unique and beautiful light that fills your body. When somebody dies, they don't have that anymore. Why is that? Because they're not just a body. They're the person on the inside. We don't even want bodies. You realize that, right? Our bodies are worthless if they're just bodies. We put them in the ground. We bury them sure, we still respect them because they remind us of the person who is now gone, but that person is gone when their spirit is gone, not just when their body's gone, right? We don't care about the body as much as we care about the person inside of the body. So stop taking care of the body. Take care of you. Like, yes, shower, feed yourself, but like your soul is all of it put together, I know this is hard because it's intangible. Nobody can see it. You can't post it on Instagram. But I think it's supposed to be because we should be spending less time asking who we are and how we're supposed to be and defining who we are and deciding what we're supposed to look like. We should spend less time doing all those things and more time just being that person. You are a human and your life on this earth is limited. You actually do have an expiration date, okay? Your time on this earth is not going to last forever. I don't know where you're going after this because we're here right now. All we know is this earth and what we know about it is that you're going to die. Your body is going to die, which means your spirit's going to go somewhere else. So while you're here, what if there's something for you to do? I think there is. I think that's why you're here You've got a job and it's not to stand there and look pretty. While you're alive and in this body with your voice and your heart and your mind, you have a job to do. So just take a guess at it, take a guess at what that might be and just start doing it. You do not have to do it perfectly. You just have to start doing it. This is your prosperity. The The definition that we talked about, about, I don't know, probably five minutes ago, self care is concern for the safety and prosperity of something that's taking care of something so if we're concerned for your prosperity and that's self-care this is what that is this is your livelihood the quality of your life that's what determines if you're successful so are you happy are you at peace and if you're not what the heck are you doing with your life Your job in life is not to perfect your winged liner or get the perfect tan. You will not be complete once you are in perfect Barbie doll shape. You are not a specimen or a product. You are a soul. You're alive, moving, doing. You have creative power. You get to create life like other people's lives. Yes, but you get to create your life. You get to build things and think of things and choose all of it. Like what? This is amazing. Why are we wasting so much time worried about what we look like doing it? Listen, self-care is not bubble baths and girls nights. You can have those things and those are not, those are not a problem. But stop pretending that this is taking care of you. Because you, the real you, is starving. So drop all that bull... And start really taking care of yourself. Self-care is taking an interest in the well-being of your heart and your soul and your mind. And self-care is a necessity because you are here to serve the world. You are here to use your gifts to create and beautify and uplift and encourage and inspire. You are here to help. So help yourself first, please. Put yourself in a position to express you to the fullest extent. We need you exactly how you are. Nobody can do what you are meant to do here. Do the basics. Yes, obviously. Feed yourself. Bathe yourself. Take time to groom and to dress. There is nothing wrong with that. Do it as much as you want. I love makeup. I love pretty clothes. I love cute shoes. But please, please, please. Please, is that one too many pleases? I think so. Please take care of you. Take care of your mind by listening to yourself. Ask yourself questions and then just listen for the answer. Write it down. Take care of yourself by dropping judgment and fear. Just see yourself for who you are. Offer yourself the purest form of self love which is the kind that can look at someone and say, you are beautiful just because you exist. You are important just because you are alive and human. I care about you, regardless of what you've done or where you've been or what anybody else has said or will say about you. You are worthy of love and adoration. You were wonderfully and powerfully made. You are capable and you are smart. You have the power to do big things and you also have the power to do small but important things every single day. You are amazing just because you're alive. Self-care is also trusting yourself. It's squashing all the negative self-talk It's rewinding the past and looking at it objectively and with understanding and grace and forgiveness and just love. Self-care is analyzing what you'd like to change without hating yourself because you're imperfect. It's allowing yourself to grow and change your mind and admit mistakes and to not see yourself as less than for it. It's looking at yourself like a friend would, like a best friend would seeing all that is good about you and nothing that is wrong with you because it just doesn't serve you. And truly, there's nothing wrong with you. There's just nothing fundamentally wrong with you. You're not broken. You can be honest with yourself and do it with the most love possible. Listen, you can't expect to feel the love of others if you can't love yourself and let it sit on your soul. If you can't sit there, five minutes in peace, feeling love for yourself, that is where your work is. You are lovable, my dear, my friend. You are lovable just because somebody can love you. I want you to sit there for a few minutes and just absorb the feeling of awe as you look at your unique and beautiful self which includes your body and also your personality, your soul. I want you to see your gifts as something that the world needs and that you need. Self-care is a practice and your brain will think it's weird when you start changing your self-talk. It's going to want to go back. But it's not because those thoughts that you're trying to implement are not true, but just because it's not used to talking like that. It's kind of used to beating you up. It's used to telling you that you're not doing a good enough job, that you should change things, that other people are doing a much better job. It's just kind of like the record that plays over and over again in our minds. And it doesn't mean that's true. It just means that your brain has a habit. So if you're used to criticizing yourself and used to picking out everything you're doing wrong, if you're used to judging yourself and others, that's what's going to feel the most comfortable and normal to you. But don't be fooled. This is not where you were meant to be. It's just where your brain lands by default. It's the path of least resistance. It's the same, the same way that water always goes to the lowest point. Your brain always takes the path that it's most used to taking because it requires the least amount of energy. Remember how your brain is just there to keep you alive, so conserving energy is just part of that. So when you're practicing this, it might hurt a little bit. You're creating new pathways in your brain. It might feel like your brain is getting... I want you to do the work of caring for yourself. Because when you take care of what's inside, the rest naturally follows. You work better and smarter. You rest better. You feel less resentment and frustration. You trust your intuition. And you know when you should rest or when you should eat or who you should talk to. Trust yourself. You know what you need. This next part is really, really important. When we think of self-care, you need to remember this is your job. You are self. You do the caring and you need the caring. This is not the job of anything, anybody else. So The other really important part of self-care is not indulging in painful emotions. So we naturally believe everything that our brains tell us. We don't even stop to question what we're thinking. Like we don't ask, is it true? Is it necessary? Is it useful? Is it kind? We do that with our words, right? We've seen that little acronym. Is it true? Is it helpful? Um... Is it kind? Is it necessary? Oh, think, I think is acronym. Anyway, we do that with our words, but we never do that with our thoughts, right? We're taught to only say things that are this acronym, but we think that because our thoughts are in our head, they're harmless. But the truth is your life is the product of everything going on in your head. All those thoughts that are just floating around on repeat Those are the seeds for what grows in your life. So if you feel worn out and unimportant and your thoughts are along the lines of, I take care of everybody else, but who's going to take care of me? You're going to create resentment. It doesn't matter if that never comes out of your mouth. It's going to come out of you. That feeling, that resentment, when it grows, it can ruin marriages and relationships and make you bitter and not very fun to be around. Not to mention, you're just kind of wasting your energy, energy that could be spent loving yourself and others and serving and listening and caring for yourself and others. You're wasting that energy on resentment. It's a totally unproductive emotion and it's not serving you or anyone else. It comes from those thoughts though. So when you see them pop up, you've got to just pluck them out like a weed from your garden. Just because it shows up in your garden like weeds, Just because they show up, it doesn't mean that you have to keep it. You being a martyr is not self-care. Indulging in self-pity so that you can hold something against someone else and be mad and hold on to things, you're hurting your relationship, but you're also not practicing self-care. You're not caring for yourself because that's not healthy. Toxic thoughts create a toxic environment, and you are that environment. So your toxic thoughts are creating toxicity in your body. It doesn't feel good. That's why you feel awful. Because there's bad stuff in there. Your life is made up of what you think about all day long. All those thoughts strung together, that's your life. So stop trying to be right. Stop holding on to grudges. Stop trying to manipulate people by making them guess why you're mad or why they should be apologizing. This is not a judgment of you. This is, I know exactly like how this works, because this is what I do too. But it hurts me. It hurts me to do these things. It's not hurting the other person. I mean, it might be, but it, it's not healthy for you. It's not helping you. So stop being grumpy because they're not taking care of your needs that you never even told them you had. And stop expecting people to read your mind and then treat you like a queen. That is not their job. Let me say it again. Just because you're wonderful and amazing and worthy and special, that doesn't mean that everyone is obligated to bow down to you or apologize for not thinking of you or bringing you flowers or asking if you need any help. We automatically assume that the people in our lives who love us or who say that they love us, that they will treat us a certain way. And those expectations are not helping you because they breed resentment. So, If you go through life feeling frustrated because you're not getting enough adoration and attention, you're going to feel bitter and resentful and all around crappy all the time. If you want to feel like a queen, treat yourself with respect. Take care of your own wishes and desires. Other people can help and that's nice. That's a podcast for another day about expectations and boundaries, but don't treat your relationships as a way to get the love that you need. That's also another podcast. Okay, that love that you want to feel, it has to come from you. That care needs to come from you. And this isn't some like everybody else is incompetent and rude, so I'm just going to distance myself from everybody else and just I have to take care of myself thing. This is I realize I am not the center of the universe and that people can't read my mind. So I'm going to go in with zero expectations and I'm going to show up as the person I want to be for myself and for other people just because I want to, just because I love other people and I love myself. The only expectations I have are the ones I have of myself. This doesn't mean we don't ask for help. It just means that we don't let our emotions and our feelings and our judgment of how our day is going or how our life is going. We're not going to let that ride on whether or not someone else does or doesn't do something or says or doesn't say something. This is your life. Nobody else is responsible for the way that you feel. Respect yourself. Respect others. Set healthy boundaries, but you get to be in charge of the kind of life you have. You just get to decide, my life is amazing because I make it amazing. I get what I want because I go out and get it. I feel loved because I choose to go out and love people. That's it. Other indulgent emotions like judgment and fear and self-pity and resentment and helplessness, they're just unnecessary. It's the same thing. So do the work to forgive and forget and stop giving your power to other people over how you're feeling and what you deserve and what you think of yourself. All right, everybody, listen, just because my voice gets serious like this does not mean I don't love you. In fact, it's the opposite. I feel very passionate about this because self-care is something that has been so twisted and distorted in our society and it needs to stop because it's not actually serving you. It's not actually helping you. When you actually care for yourself, you need less from other people. And that's a beautiful thing because then you're free to just love them and serve them and you get to be happy whether they do what you they want you to, whether they do what you want them to or not. You just get to be happy. And that's what I want for you. Yes, of course, I want other people to love you and to be kind to you and to treat you like a queen. But it's not serving you for me to tell you that it's their responsibility. The only thing that's going to serve you is by me telling you it's your responsibility because that gives all the power back to you. Self-care is not bubble baths and chocolate. Self-care is taking responsibility for your emotional needs and your physical needs and your mental needs. Beyond anything... I hope that this episode has at least clarified for you what self-care is and what self-care is not. And I also hope that rather than doing the easy thing and giving your emotions and the success of your life over to what other people think of you or what other people are doing or saying, that you will take responsibility for how you want to feel And that you will go out and create the kind of life that you want. And that you will not make self-care dependent on what's going on around you. You are important enough to be taken care of. So start by taking care of yourself. Okay, that's what we've got for today. If you want more of this amazing goodness, go find me on Instagram at ThoughtBossCoaching. And just drop in and say hi, because I would love to meet you. Thank you for being here and thank you for being a part of the Thought Boss Coaching community. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Hey, thanks for being here. I'm so glad you listened in today. To find out how you can hire me as your life coach, go to thoughtbosscoaching.com or find me on Instagram at Thought Boss Coaching. I'll see you there.